Welcome to the updates. I'm Matt DeGroote. The former coalition government has been labelled shocking and shameful for their handling of the robo-debt fiasco. The Royal Commission findings have been damning of the scheme, which saw 400,000 welfare recipients wrongly sent debt collection notices. 20 current and former MPs and government officials are facing possible charges. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says the scheme was a, quote, gross betrayal and human tragedy. The Royal Commission has found that the Liberal Party's robo-debt scheme was, to quote, a crude and cruel mechanism, neither fair nor legal, and it made many people feel like criminals. In essence, people were traumatised on the off chance they might owe money. Government Services Minister Bill Shorten says the findings are a lesson for Australians. The previous government and senior public servants gaslighted the nation and its citizens for four and a half years. They betrayed the trust of the nation and its citizens for four and a half years with an unlawful scheme which the federal court has called the worst chapter of public administration. While ACOS Chief Executive Cassandra Goldie says it should serve as a change for the language used for welfare recipients. For far too long we've had a culture in Australia which has allowed us to talk about, in quotes, the lifters and leaners, in quotes, the taxpayers and the welfare recipients. This Commissioner's report is very clear. That culture in Australia must stop. Sydney police are investigating a brazen daylight shooting in the city's inner west, which has left one man fighting for life and another with a gunshot wound. The men were shot in a Marrickville barbershop with detectives investigating whether there were any links to the ongoing gangland war. Superintendent Desper Fitzgerald says two burning cars were found nearby. One was located at Sydenham, which was the, uh, we believe, the, the getaway car, which was a stinger, and the the other one was a Mitsubishi Triton which was uh, dumped at Hercules Street at Dulwich Hill and set alight. A young Colombian man returned to Australia has been jailed for at least six years and nine months for accidentally killing a Sydney sex worker. Hector Valencia became angry when he discovered the 69-year-old woman he had hired was transgender. Education degrees will be overhauled as ministers across the country sign off on major reforms to the sector. From 2025, pre-service teachers will be banned from graduating unless they meet new mandates. Standards will be agreed upon by the end of the year. The NAB has announced they'll cease including links in unexpected texts to customers to better protect against scams and fraud. The bank sent 112 million texts last year. They say by removing links inside texts, customers can be confident if they get a message with a link deleted as it's a scam. Racing Victoria stewards have charged jockey Jamie Carr over photos on her phone with white powder soon after returning to racing following a fall. And the tit-for-tat between the government and Donald Trump Jr. is continuing. The former president's son has accused Labor of lying about why he postponed his East Coast tour, insisting he'd sold 8,000 tickets to his speaking gigs. Sport and entertainment are next. The Wallabies insist their debutants won't be intimidated in Sunday morning's clash with the Springboks. Coach Eddie Jones has brought in four new faces for the rugby championship opener to be played in front of 50,000 fans in Pretoria. Co-captain Michael Hooper says the rookies are a huge boost for Australia. The debutants, what they're bringing is a ton of energy. A ton of energy from the day they walked in and through to the time they've selected it seems to have gone up a notch. So... Um, you know, we're away from home here and we, we want to rip in and having guys like that in the squad's uh, right where we want to be. 
Australian Jai Hindley has slipped to sixth on the Tour de France overall rankings after stage six following a brief stint in the yellow jersey. Formula One world champion Max Verstappen says he watched with glee as Shane Van Gisbergen won his NASCAR debut in Chicago, saying he was shouting at the TV. He's a huge fan of Van Gisbergen's, calling him one of the great driving talents in the world. AFL and Brisbane coach Chris Fagan doesn't see tomorrow's clash against Cellar Dwellers West Coast as an opportunity to further boost their percentage. He says getting the four points is enough. I think everybody um, talks about that I don't I think when you start thinking about things like percentage you take your eye off the process and start thinking too much about the result it's, it's disrespectful to the opposition too so um, that's not it's not on our on our radar at all Knights forward Lachlan Fitzgibbon is leaving the club at the end of the NRL season he signed a three-year deal with Warrington in the English Super League and tomorrow's Super Netball Grand Final in Melbourne is officially a sellout the New South Wales Swifts will take on the Adelaide Thunderbirds Entertainment and Qantas has announced they'll add over 60 extra flights to and from Sydney and Melbourne in February to allow interstate fans to get to Taylor Swift concerts 55 million people have now signed up for the new rival to Twitter Threads. Twitter's user base remains at around 100 million. And Game of Thrones star Amelia Clark has hit back at those who criticise green screen actors as not being real acting. She says in her experience it's among the hardest acting you can do. And that's the latest from the Nova Podcast News team. We'll see you tomorrow morning for another episode of The Update.